This is the Alpaca Podcast for all things alpaca. If you're an owner, a soon-to-be owner, a want-to-be owner, or are just alpaca mad or love the fleece, welcome to the Alpaca Tribe. I'm Steve Hetherington. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for alpaca people. So good to see you again. We we want to do better, don't we? I think we all want to do better at everything we do connected with alpacas. We want to understand them more and better. We want to care for them better. We want to do things that we need to do better. Uh it's a progress thing, isn't it? We we move forward. So my question for today that I was thinking about was, what does success look like for you? So success is a funny thing because it can mean different things at different times. It may be doing something for the first time. That's a success. The first time that you trim some toenails. The first time that you assist or you stand back and watch when a career arrives, a birthing. Or it could be spending time near an alpaca that doesn't seem to be freaked out and trying to run away to the farthest place in the field, away from you. That could be a success as well. So it's doing something for the first time is a success. But it's also doing something again and getting better at it, becoming more proficient, being cleaner, clearer, more effective, whatever it is. That could be toenails again, or it could be assisting with shearing or actually doing the shearing. So there's a something that you would do for the first time. There's then doing it again and becoming more successful, better skilled at what it is that you're doing. But it could also be doing something again and again and again, actually building a repetition, a success in achieving something over a longer period of time. So you do it a number of times. So it could be a monthly thing, or it could be over a year. You've been doing this consistently now for a year. That's a success. That's a a market. We should celebrate. We should celebrate these things that we succeed at. And when we're judging whether we're successful or not, we need to recognize where we're starting from and where we're going to. It's somebody else's standards or our standards. Well, a bit of both. Don't be too hard on yourself when you're first starting out. And this is an opportunity to learn and to grow and become better at these things. So moving forward, being successful, doing something for the first time, doing something again and getting better at it, doing something consistently over a period of time, that's a success as well. And achieving things like you were trying to improve the quality of the fleece of the next generation, so breeding choices, or you were trying to process a fleece, uh, maybe it's keeping the animals in a place where they don't get full of rubbish or vegetation ahead of the shearing, or it's the cleaning, processing, the carding, and then maybe spinning or maybe felting, or whatever it is your next step is for how you produce your fleece. What do you make with your fleece? So those things are all 
moving forward, moving to better places by choices, having better fleece, processing it in a better way, having a better end product. Lots of markers, lots of things that we can look at and say, this is a success. But stepping back, when we're doing things, we have to make a decision about what it is we're trying to do and at what kind of standard or kind of level we are going to be satisfied and say, this is a success. Remember, we're learning so many areas. Remember, the process, therefore, is one of discomfort <laughs> and frustration. And it takes time to be good at something. It takes time to succeed, unless it's a fluke, unless it's a you know, just one of those things that happens. And how do you repeat that? So we want to be successful deliberately and intentionally. That means we're going to have to apply ourselves. And so I've been musing on this thing of what does success look like? What is the thing that I'm happy when I look at it and say, that's, that's a good, that's a good result. That's a successful outcome. It changes, it changes over time. And things I sat I'm satisfied with today, I'm probably not going to be satisfied with tomorrow because I should be getting better and expect myself to get better. Hmm. So let's get a balance so that we're starting in the right place, having the right expectations of ourselves as we're doing things for the first time or as we're growing in our knowledge and skill of doing something again a number of times. We need to be prepared to learn. We need to be prepared to fail in order to succeed. Uh, that's not comfortable though, is it? We don't like doing that. So recognizing what the process is, is a big step forward. And I've been reflecting on a number of things and thinking, okay, what I'm doing is okay. It's good in places. There are things I want to do better. So let's, let's work on those. How can I organize myself better? How can I make sure I've got the appropriate records, healthcare records? So what have, what is it I've done? How do I know I've got the records for the animals? What is it that I'm going to plan to do? And how am I going to help myself actually achieve that and do it? Uh, I'm, I'm back to my problem of last week of asking more questions than I've got answers for. Mm. So I would like to encourage you. I'd like you to feel more confident. I would like you to be feeling successful in your interactions with alpacas, with your keeping of alpacas, whatever the situation, your decisions about moving forward with alpacas, all of those things. I want you to be successful. I want you to feel more confident. And the usual story, therefore, is you need to have enough information and then you need to step off. <laughs> you take a step into the unknown. You need to leap. You need to do whatever works for you, whatever metaphor is the best one for you to understand and to engage with the step, the leap, whatever it is, this is the next bit. This is how to move forward. You've got to be doing the thing in order to be successful. No good just thinking, no good just planning, however good the planning, you have to actually do the thing. Oh, I'm talking to myself again. <laughs> I think we all struggle with this, don't we? I think it's one of those areas that is a moving target. We we settle on one thing 
and we feel we got over that hurdle, we get past that. It doesn't necessarily make it easier the next time round, but hopefully it gives a little bit more confidence and a willingness to to go for the next step. Yeah, so what will you do today? What will you do tomorrow? There's that lovely phrase, and it's been applied in so many different areas. When's the best time to plant a tree? Well, that was 10 years ago. What's the second best time to plant a tree? That's today. So with alpacas, there are things that we should have been doing earlier, and we probably have been. And the best time to do that was a few years ago, or right when we started. But the second best time, it's now, it's today. Okay, I'll give you a little bit of leeway. Maybe it's tomorrow, but not much longer. You need to get hold of this thing and do it. And I need to get hold of my things that I need to be doing and do them, plan them, get the bits that I need to achieve success in place, whether it's tools, equipment, raw materials, whether it is assistance, knowledge, education, going on a a workshop or a course, and some of those are now nicely available online. So there are things that we can do today. There are things that we can do, we can't do today. We have to do it tomorrow. That's okay. We think we can do planning ahead, but let's not wait. Let's put things in place to be successful. That's setting ourselves up for success. That's what it means. That's the phrase you've probably heard before, but this is what it means. It means we make it easier to be able to achieve the things we need to achieve. So I've got a long list (laughs) of things to do. Do you know, I've discovered I really need a to finish list. That's probably better for me. That's more helpful for me than a to-do list. A to-do list is is a different job. I can create a to-do list, but somehow I don't necessarily feel the urgency or don't necessarily follow through on those things. That's my particular set of issues. They may be yours as well, but plan, make your list to do or to finish. I've got a, I've got a to finish list that I need to be actioning. And if it's a quick thing, do it now. Do it today. Don't wait. What if you had to move that thing? Well, let's move it today. What if you had to order that thing that you've been waiting and for some reason you just haven't quite got around to doing? Well, do it today. Do it today. You can do it today. You can. You can do this. Uh, Well, hopefully, in my encouraging you, I'm also encouraging myself and it kind of brings a bit of accountability. So how can we give ourselves accountability? Perhaps we need to tell somebody, I need to get better at this, or I need to do this, or I need to learn this, and and then do it. So, not a nag. It wasn't meant to be a nag. It wasn't meant to be a, a telling off. It's not trying to stand in a different place to you. I'm trying to stand with you and travel with you with the podcast here. What is it that we can do that we can do better? What is it that we can say, this is what I'm going to consider to be success. And that's what I'm going for. There's my target. And we'll move forward for that. So to s- today's rant over. <sighs> we we had some rain, <laughs> which wasn't very much. It didn't make very much difference to the lake. We got some more coming, I think. They kind of scare us with these storms and heavy downpours, potentially thunder and lightning and all that kind of stuff. We're on the edge of the area that's going to have that, but it's we might get a bit. 
But meanwhile, we make use of what we can, make sure the water's topped up because it's very hot the last, very hot the last few days. And they keep standing in it and tipping it over. So let's make sure that the, the water troughs are full of water. Or if you're moving into your winter end of things, then, because we've just gone midsummer here, uh, you know, sort of summer solstice. And if you're at the other end of the <laughs> of the thing where you're moving into your, your middle of winter, then maybe it's checking for ice. Well, maybe you don't have ice, but it's making sure they've got enough of whatever they need. It changes through the years, doesn't it? So we need to be providing those things. And I'm seeing some of my neighbours starting to do some hay cutting, which is good. So we'll have some fresh hay coming through in the next few weeks or a month or so. So meanwhile, they've got plenty of good grass to be eating. And we will make sure that all the things are topped up, the water. Checking for flies, we've got some flies around, which are nuisance flies more than biting flies. Having said that, yesterday I got bitten quite a bit. So there are biting flies around, and it seems to be that mix of temperature, moisture. It's a, some to do with humidity, but it's it's the life cycle of the fly. So uh, where are we now? Oh, not far off July, so we'll not be long, and we'll be having the really big horse flies that we get. Uh, beasts they are. So we'll have to keep an eye out for those, and then we'll make sure that we're protecting the alpacas as much as we can. It's a it's a short week or two when they're out, sort of 10 days or so when, they, when they're around. But I've got some uh, fly repellent, um, which hopefully improves the situation. It doesn't fix it. So it's just that is the nature of this time of year for us, at least. And I'm sure you're facing your own challenges as well. So I hope they're going well and you're coping with all the things you have to cope with. I don't know whether you remember last week I talked about The Carbon Almanac, this amazing book that's been produced by hundreds of people from all around the world, and it's about to be published. I mentioned the 21st. Uh, there's a... <laughs> amazing, isn't it? There's a slight problem because there's a paper shortage. So they haven't been able to print the book when they thought they were going to. So it's a bit of a slide. So it's probably about the 16th of July. In the UK, it's going to be 11th of August, thereabouts, I think. So meanwhile... There are podcasts. There are four of them. And I mentioned the kids podcast. And here is the trailer. I thought you might like to hear it. And if you would like to, there's a link in the episode notes. So you can go find it and have a listen to the, there's three or four episodes there now. And there are other episodes of other podcasts too. I'll put links to those in the episode notes. Hope you enjoy. What will happen to birds if climate change gets bigger? How is it possible that there is so much plastic in the ocean? What pollutes the air and how does it pollute the air? Murray, that the polar bears will have enough food because of climate change. Will they go extinct? Hey, Gen C changemakers. Generation Carbon is the podcast where kids like you help grown-ups like us save the planet. Kids like you have tough questions about climate change, and we believe that you deserve the answers. And this is why we made Generation Carbon, a podcast for curious kids. We'll hear from friends, animals, classrooms, scientists, experts, and changemakers like you. And if you're interested in submitting your own super scientific findings for an episode, we need Gen C science-minded story reporters on the climate case. 
Have your grown-ups visit thecarbonalmanac.org slash kids for more information. And be sure to subscribe because we'll see you soon. Let's change the world, changemakers. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Go on. Take a deep breath. And if you can, go spend some time with your alpacas. Bye for now. This is the Alpaca Tribe, and I'm Steve Hetherington. Have a great day.